sea monsters, explorers sailing off the edge of the world, ghost ships, undersea kingdoms. Intrepid sailors crossed the uncharted waters to find adventure in distant lands, exotic ports with new goods to trade. Fishermen hauled their catch from the bountiful waters. Artists, writers, and philosophers drew inspiration from the restless depths. The potential of the seven seas seemed limitless. You kids hungry yet? Or do you want to hit the rides right away? Gwen lowered the brochure map of the Ocean Kingdom's Learning Center and Amusement Park. I want to see some exhibits first, Uncle Cap. Dr. Carlton Arthur Pierce, nicknamed Cap for his initials, regarded his niece with affection and good humor in his hazel eyes. Don't forget to have fun too, Gwen. You're so serious. The brilliant yet eccentric former archaeologist had given up a day of his strange experiments with crystals so they could all visit ocean kingdoms. Of course I'm serious. She drew her slender form up to its full height. I'm going to be an oceanographer or marine biologist, maybe even study at the Scripps Research Institute. A love of the sea and water in almost every form was one of the many things Gwen's mother and father had passed on to her. In the two years since her parents' death, Gwen had become increasingly serious, but she couldn't help it. Only by immersing herself in study did she find refuge from her feelings of loss and grief. But today she was supposed to have fun. She forced energy into her voice. In other words... It's never too early to start learning. A sun-tanned hand yanked the map from her grasp. Sheesh, Gwen. Take off the Spock years for a while, okay? Her cousin Vic grabbed her by the shoulders and turned her in a slow circle so she could see the roller coasters, flume rides, concession stands, and gift shops. The air smelled more of popcorn than salty ocean. It's an amusement park, so let's try to be amused. Actually, she pointed to the brochure, it's a learning center, too. Come on, Doc. Play now. Work later. Vic used the nickname he had given her when, at age six, she announced she was going to be Dr. Pierce someday, just like her dad. Now Vic looked longingly at the rides. Here's a plan. We get all sticky with cotton candy, wash off with a drench on the raging riptide, and then stuff ourselves with corn dogs and giant pretzels. You know, have some fun. Then, if there's time, we can look at an exhibit or something. Goof off all day? Gwen planted her sandals firmly on the turquoise-painted concrete. I'm the oldest, and Uncle Cap said I get to choose first. Her cousin made an exasperated sound. Sheesh, hold her by five hours. <laughs> Big deal. That's a trivial percentage of 14 years, you know. So don't try to pull rank on me. Besides, I'm bigger than you are. Years of competitive swimming had made the cousins equally lean and fit. But in a recent growth spurt, Vic had grown a few inches taller than Gwen. He pointed to a flume ride that looked like a three-story tall cement wave frozen in place. At its base lay a glittering sapphire pool. Doesn't that look cool? It looks wet. Gwen pulled herself free. 
The exhibits will be more... Dr. Pierce broke in. I'm the captain of this ship, and I propose a compromise. I say we grab some churros from this vendor here and eat them on our way over to the South Pacific Kingdom. Then we ride the ripple conveyor through the underwater tunnel in the aquarium. Gwen retrieved the wrinkled map from her cousin. If that's the aquarium with all the miniature volcanoes around it, I'm in. Yup, you just might be. If you don't climb out of your rut, I'll make sure you see plenty of fish. Vic cracked a wicked smile as his father handed them each a fried donut stick. Vic waved his churro in front of Gwen, ignoring the sugar that showered onto his black mad scientist's union polo shirt. Mmm, the food of the gods. Cinnamon and fat and about a million empty carbs.